0: This week on Heads and Tails, we talk about living a life of service and how rewarding it can be. This is Kevin Somm, you're listening to the Heads and Tails podcast. We share stories of perseverance and inspiration in sports and in life. Gandhi once said, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. In episode 11 of the Heads and Tails podcast, I start off by interviewing Alex and Kiernan from Concussion Clothing, which is an apparel company that donates 20% of their earnings to a traumatic brain injury charity. Uh, I then go on to talk about a recent talk that I did uh, for the Philly Friendship Circle, which is an organization that connects um, teenagers with uh, children who, are, who have special needs and their families. Lastly, I, I talk about a recent trip down to Washington, D.C. where I was a, a volunteer judge at the Working Wounded Games, which is an event or a CrossFit competition for wounded veterans and then also permanently injured civilians. Um, and I'm just gonna t- I am just wanted to talk about how living a life of service, no matter what, you really, what cause you're really working for, can help add more value and meaning to your life. So without further ado, yeah, meet Alex and Kiernan from Concussion <laughs> no, Clothing. <laughs> that, 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 that's what makes it good, though, too, at the same yeah. time. Okay. Uh, all right. So thanks for tuning in to episode 11 of the Heads and Tails podcast. I'm here with Kiernan and Alex from Concussion Clothing. Uh, they're going to talk to us about how they turned a class project into a business that actually changes lives of uh, people who have suffered traumatic brain injuries. So uh, I don't. doesn't matter who starts, but... I just want to ask, so how did you get the idea to create um,
1: this this company that you got going here? Um, well, like you said, I was a freshman, well, yeah, it was freshman year at the time at Montclair. I was, uh, graphic, I was trying to do graphic design at the time, uh, and we had a project, it was a logo design, and uh, just I think I had to do like a hundred sketches of like all these different logos, and I ended up coming up with one, and um, I don't know, it turned out to be a pretty strong design and i I don't know i wanted so you had the
0: idea that you were gonna go with like the concussion theme uh, at first or
1: yeah like i was playing a lot of xbox at the time (laughs) so what games (laughs) i I don't even know everything uh like halo and all that just okay wasting away in the basement but uh yeah i so it was concussion gaming at the time like my mock company was concussion gaming okay but um I don't know, I, I like the design and for one of like the, the mock ups I had to make like a T shirt. So I put the design on a shirt and right. I was like that that looks really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna wear one of those. Okay. I, and uh, I, I like, taught myself how to screen print. I like from like YouTube videos and like online forums and stuff. And then I don't know. I kinda like let it I, I let it like like breathe for a minute. Like I took a break from it. Um, and then I don't know, just started talking to
2: Karen about it.
0: like the idea. Okay, so Kieran, what's your background?
2: Yeah, so uh, I just graduated from Penn State with a degree in business management. Okay. And I mean, ever since I was a little kid, I've always talked about starting my own business, starting my own company, and um, I guess it was just perfect timing. Like, I always liked concussion clothing, but I mean, as a freshman, I didn't really know what I was doing, so kind of... We were just talking about it one day, and I mean, since I have that business background and I know more about starting a company and all the different uh, projects and tasks that you need to do to run it, it, I would handle that side. Alex would handle the art and design side and fun stuff. Right, yeah. it's a good, good team, <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, you get the creative side, that's more, that's more fun. Oh, yeah. um, alright so what's your organization's so what's Concussion Closing's mission
2: well I mean we really just want to spread awareness about concussions and traumatic brain injuries and really get people to understand that a concussion isn't just a concussion like brush it off or whatever I'll right. sit out for two weeks and then I'll be good to go you know we want people to understand that a concussion is a brain injury right so you know did you
0: guys suffer from concussions yourself like was was that also a contributing factor to why you started this
2: uh
1: i mean i i I definitely did but i never sat out from it like so uh
0: what sports did you play And like can you talk about some of your concussions and yeah your symptoms or whatever
1: i mean well in high school i played football i ran winter track for a bit and i played baseball in the spring um the concussions i definitely came from football i but, but I like never guess <laughs> that one. <laughs> no, but I mean at the time like concussion like concussion like culture I guess it wasn't like a it wasn't like a big thing So like, what we, years were were this? Uh let's see. When, when we freshmen? like 07 We graduating mm-hmm. graduating 11. So like from high school. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Um but I mean like we we never really talked about it like the, I mean towards the end of high school we took like a baseline test but I mean uh, I think freshman year <laughs> Freshman year I got I got lit up I was a slot receiver and I was we were on like blue panther or something and I ran a seam down the field best friend is a quarterback just throws <laughs> just throws me a bullet and I wasn't expecting the ball but I just looked back caught the pass I, I couldn't by the time I turned around I was on my butt I got the lit up depleted you yeah like my coach came over he's like I've only seen Ray Lewis hit somebody that hard <laughs> <laughs> it was like and I remember like I I. It's embarrassing to say, but I was like knocked out. Like I, like I tried to stand up, and like I fell back down. I was just like, oh no.
0: All right. So what happened after that? they were like, oh, get back in there.
1: No, well, like they were like, I mean, I, that was freshman year, so they were just like, are you good? And I was like, of course. <laughs> like, I wasn't gonna let that be my last play. Exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, it's and that's what's scary. Like it's little things like those, like those injuries, like because you can just say you're good, and I mean, unless you you are actually like a limp. Right. It's like, an limp. invisible injury. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's bad. But, I mean, things like that happen all the time in high school. I, yeah, yeah. I think.
0: So, that was your only experience with concussion?
1: I mean, you get hit a lot in football. Yeah. And, like, some, like, you get have, like, those dizzy moments. Like, I think everyone has those where you, you're kind of like, am I hurt? Am I hurt? Right, I really am,
0: but <laughs> people are going to think I'm a sissy if I yeah. say something. So, I probably won't say something. Yeah. So, I don't know how much you guys know about my story, but I had something called second impact syndrome. It, right? So I had a concussion. Right. Play with it. Uh, the only really symptom that I had was a really bad headache. Right. And like you said, like this was back in two thousand and seven when this happened. So like concussion wasn't like it, we didn't have any like education programs or stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Like I remember everything. I didn't lose consciousness. I'm not puking. I'm like, yes, yeah, there's nothing wrong with me. Right. So I played the next week, and then I had. Uh, I got hit a few more times, got blurred vision, I was like, yeah, I kept brushing it off, and then eventually I had a grand mal seizure, I had to get airlifted off the field, I had uh, a subarachnoid and a sub- subdermal hematoma, I had oh, to look. get two head surgeries to relieve the pressure on my brain, so, and it's all because I was trying to be a freaking tough guy, and I play with what is an invisible injury, because it's easy yeah. to hide, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's... that's a common thing that uh yeah I, I seem to find like knowing what I know now I've definitely had at least twenty concussions.
2: Oh yeah, 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 for sure. I actually I've, heard. I've never had a. I mean, I've never had a diagnosed concussion, but I'm sure. I mean, I played soccer. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I played did, soccer all. Did you hear that? Uh, college. So.
0: Uh, one of those the soccer federate. I'm not a soccer guy at all. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Nobody is. Yeah. <laughs> Except for I'm a lone soccer fan. One of the soccer. Federations uh, made a new rule yesterday. Yeah, 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 I saw that. Kids under eleven aren't allowed to head the ball anymore.
2: Yeah, I I agree with it. I mean, kids are still growing at that age, so I mean,
0: just the accumulation of like the hits over time. If you could like cut it out for a portion of someone's career in the long run, it'll probably help them out a lot. Oh yeah,
2: definitely. Especially like little kids. Don't know how to head the ball properly, so like they'll hit it at the top of their head when right. they're supposed to hit it with, with their, their forehead. forehead.
0: So, all right. Okay, so was did the logo come first, and that's why you you chose to go the concussion TBI route for, um, for trying to raise money and raise awareness, or like why why not breast cancer or you know some other type of, you know.
1: I mean, I think first of all, we should say that we're not. Against like cancer
2: awareness, like we're not well, into, like, I, cancer I wasn't awareness. That, <laughs> yeah. but, I just I just want to yeah. clarify, but uh no um I I, don't. I, th- I think the I mean the logo came first obviously okay and um I mean
0: so you need to get something good going on with the logo
2: yeah I, I agree it's, yeah. it's definitely cool I love thank you thank you yeah I can't so to sport my, my purple yeah <laughs> dude man my purple boxer <laughs> yeah I think um. The logo came first, obviously, and then I think because he wanted to uh, bring it back last year, we both decided that, you know, it needs a, the, the company needs a purpose, and um, I think that's why we picked, I mean, the name was Concussion Clothing, the logo made sense with that, so. And right. I mean, like, concussions, uh,
1: in, in, like, as a whole, are just, like the knowledge about them it's like blown up like right
0: it's like a buzzword yeah, yeah
1: yeah i mean especially in like the nfl and stuff like that like all that stuff like they have the um i know they can't leave with your helmet like the defensive receiver stuff and like right. in college you have like the, the targeting rule like you right. can't
0: what do you think about that all those rule rule changes
1: i mean i think it's smart like you 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 gonna ruin your brain if you leave with your head oh, like that sure, yeah that just i mean it, it's a great hit but you really don't want to see that.
0: Right. I actually wrote an article for a concussion blog. I don't know if you guys ever heard of the Knockout Project.
2: No.
0: Um, I wrote a few blog posts for them, and I actually wrote an article on the defenseless receiver rule. Right. Because it was like when Gronk tore his ACL, and a bunch of guys were like getting leg injuries um, because the defenders were saying, oh, well, we don't want to go high, so we're going to go low. Right. And then you have all these leg injuries. So... My argument against all that was, yeah, Gronk is, you know, a huge dude. He's probably like 6'5", and when he's like, yeah, I wouldn't want to tackle him either. And But what the thing is with the defenseless receiver is that he's not looking at you. It's one thing if he's, like, barreling down and he sees you coming, like, he's just going to lower your shoulder and run you over. But when he doesn't know you're there, like, you can't go for a guy's knee when he doesn't even know that you're there. You could easily take him out, like, around the waist if, you know, he doesn't see you coming.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah, it's just it's about protecting people. Like, I think sometimes we do forget that. Like these people, they are football players, but I mean after after a game or like when their career is over, they're human beings. Yeah, so. just
0: like everyone else. Yeah, they, they deserve to be alive. You guys have been following the uh, concussion movie? Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Definitely, I read the the article that's based on was it Game Brain.
0: Uh, I'm not sure. I no, actually didn't. No, no. Read if you read it, into you should. It. But, um, <laughs> you should read, Game brain. Yeah, it's uh, it's a book or an article. It's so. an article okay. by
2: um. Was it GQ? Yeah. Okay. We'll GQ. post
0: it up in the show notes. For yeah. The, for the yeah, the yeah I mean, the,
2: long long read, but it's good. Worth it, okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, the the whole like what the movie's gonna be about is this doctor was uh, studying a uh, deceased football player's brain, and he found that he had a buildup of. This protein.
0: Right, chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Yep. There it is. Yeah.
2: However you say it, yeah. It's yeah. the hardest <laughs> word to pronounce in the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. couldn't they make it over? Yeah, um, and um, it like disrupts your brain function, so like it causes, right. it's caused a lot of people to commit suicide or um, right. I know one guy. Yeah, it like just, depends
0: on where in the brain it is. Yeah, so, yeah, right? yeah.
2: So... It yeah, should be good. Yeah, it comes out Christmas day though, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. After
0: Santa comes, you're gonna go uh, <laughs> I'll probably
2: be busy on
1: Christmas, but I'll definitely <laughs> go see it. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm the same way. Alright. Um so we got the YTBIs. So so far, what has been the most rewarding experience um after starting this organization?
2: Well, um one of the biggest part if not the biggest part of our company is that we donate 20% of every uh, purchase towards traumatic brain injury charities. Very affordable
0: shirts too, might I add. Yeah, thank I, you, uh, that's, what, that's, that's what we're right. trying to do, so. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, so our, our first charity, uh, we got done a couple months ago. Uh, a kid named Rashawn had, uh, has cerebral palsy and epilepsy, and um, he needs a helmet, a soft helmet, to protect his brain in case he gets a seizure because i mean he's always at risk for to get a traumatic brain injury so uh that was definitely the best part about this for me just because we got to go meet him and uh we saw that he got his helmet and Felt good, yeah, I saw yeah.
0: the Instagram pic. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, so how'd you get yeah. in touch with him? Like, did they reach out to you? Or,
2: um, my mom is a occupational therapist at his school, the Jardine Academy, okay, and um, that's a school for kids with cerebral palsy. And um, she told me about him and how he needed a, a helmet, so just kind of naturally, yeah, fell into place, worked out perfectly.
1: Yeah, we like we went there, we went to the Jardine Academy, and I we walked in. And, like, we met, like, all these teachers and, like, all these students. And then, like, we walked out and we were like, yeah, we're doing this. Like, we're going <laughs> to <Yeah. laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna get thinking about like You know the because, impact that you're going to yeah, make on yeah. someone's
0: life. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, all right. So I know that you have a lot on your website. You have a bunch of success stories and uh, people like athlete profiles. Can you kind of talk about their experiences and how you got in contact with them and um, how, you know, they're promoting, you know, your message
2: yeah, um, the first one was uh Emily and uh she found us through Instagram and she messaged us and was like, Hey, I got a really bad concussion from snowboarding and um I, I really support what you guys are doing and I've been a huge advocate for traumatic brain injury awareness ever since then and um we kinda we just talked about it and we kinda just figured people need to hear her story because she told us her story and like after her concussion she was stuck in bed for six weeks i think yeah she She couldn't couldn't do anything she couldn't be in a room with lighting it's It's crazy
0: like the different symptoms that people have from concussions like some people they're you know they get a concussion they're fine like right away other people they can like months or years or it's Like, like crazy what people go through and people, like, don't believe them because they can't see, like, yeah, yeah. a broken arm or a cast, you know? Right. Yeah, they think they're, like, just trying to get out of school or something.
2: Yeah, that's that's the craziest thing that I've learned since doing this. Just, I, I had no idea that was even possible. I mean, like, yes, it's a brain injury, but I think when I heard the word concussion, I didn't really think it was, like, that bad of an injury. Right. So.
0: Yeah, I think in sports, I know, like... Growing up, concussions like it was never really like a serious thing. I think now it's kind of turning into people are starting to believe that it is a more serious thing. Yeah. So what other? I, I know you have a, a couple of partnerships on your website. How did you get involved with these uh, organizations like the Brain Injury Alliance in New Jersey, and what's your role in that relationship?
1: Um, well, did the brain injury.
2: How did uh, that? How did that happen, Karen? Well, um, after we, when, once we got the helmet for Rashawn, we didn't know who we were going to donate to. We tried reaching out to hospitals, concussion centers, Okay. no yes, one right. could help us find an individual person who needed help Right. because of a traumatic brain injury. So, uh, to kind of make sure that the money was going towards a really great cause we reached out to the Brain Injury Alliance of New Jersey. They actually didn't answer us back, like until we decided we're like, all right, whatever. They didn't answer us. We'll do it anyways. And then they saw it and then the the in the who person who runs the Instagram um messaged us and got us in touch with like their president and whoever runs the Brain Injury Alliance of in New Jersey and Yeah, that's how we all right, you made that Teamed connection. up with them.
0: So what what plans do you have for the future?
1: Just keep going. Just, get, just, just keep just yeah. just keep trying to get more and more help yeah. out more and more people.
2: Yeah, we want to make informative and kind of like funny videos to teach younger like a younger audience about the symptoms, okay. treatment, so causes, audience, all that. You're targeting so a
1: younger audience. Yeah, I'd say so. Well, I mean, it's yeah. good to start young. Yeah, I mean, I think I'd like to go out and do like talks. I think we talked to a lady up at the uh, concussion center in Sparta, and she was saying like she like wanted to do talks or whatever, but she thought it would be it would be like good for us to because we're, we we're younger. Right. But <laughs> so
0: you would want? Uh, would it be like educational?
1: Yeah, Just I mean, to... I don't want to like sit there in front of a kid and like hammer it into his head. Yeah, like, that's sounds bad. Concussions <laughs> But, like, uh, just so they know. Because, like, it's something that should be in the back of your head all the time. See, Such I've stuff.
0: had, I've reached out to a bunch of schools in the area trying to tell my story. And, honestly, I get, like, like, the AD is usually interested. And then I feel like they talk to the coaches. And they're like, yeah, we don't want this kid to tell the story. Because he's going to, like, scare the shit out of everyone. <laughs> um, but, I, like, that's not my message. Like, I want... If I could go back and do it all over again, I would. The only thing that I would do differently is to say something when my head hurt. Right. Yeah. And like, like I don't want people to not play sports. Yeah, and that's just Just be informed, to, yeah. exactly. Like, yeah. that's the, the frustrating part with trying to get these like speaking engagements for free. It's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is it really like that bad that? <laughs> that's the that's the hard part. So, in I know you guys are in the early stages of your um, organization, but. What have been some of the obstacles that you've kind of come or come to um, in terms of, like, I don't know, it's reaching people? I know you talked about, you know, the Brain Injury Alliance, you know, not ex- exactly working with you uh, right away. I mean, it worked out, though, so
1: yeah. <laughs> Um Obstacles? Um, it's been a lot of little things. Yeah, a lot of, like, little weird things. Like, like, like what? Like, when we first launched, I remember, like, we... We asked everybody to like you know like share us on Facebook like retweet us or whatever and we had a couple of people like our friends they were like going online they'd be like yeah they're concussion clothing they're gonna uh, stop concussions forever and <laughs> like, we were no, like no. we literally cannot say any of that because we can't promise that that's <laughs> not true <laughs> please stop delete that post hey, you guys going sued for <laughs> I wore my T-shirt to the game and I got a concussion <laughs> what the hell yeah I, I mean, we, we can't. Promise that but i mean obstacles maybe like little stuff like as far as like printing shirts like stuff like that i mean everything else has gone pretty nicely we haven't had any weird moments like we wanted to quit <laughs> <laughs> i mean i haven't <laughs> <laughs> you're designing t-shirts over there of course you don't want to quit um <laughs> all right not
0: too many obstacles um <laughs> the next question doesn't really work <laughs> what, what can oh, I, go? I got, the I got another go? thing
2: what exposure really. oh yeah, yeah, yeah I mean I exposure it's so probably I, the biggest I, yeah I
0: experienced like a, a similar thing I feel like right now the only people that listen to my podcast are like my friends my mom my dad yeah I'm trying to get my grandma to uh, <laughs> I'm like hey, just, I'm just like taking people's phones I'm like subscribe to this podcast like it's great <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna love it um, but yeah, it's like you need that. I feel like it's like that one post that will just
1: like yeah, just get
2: take it out off. Yeah. yeah,
0: I've been waiting for it. It's not not there yet. Maybe yeah, it'll be this it'll one. Come. Yeah, hang in there. We
1: we do it together, Bob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
0: so I, I, we kind of touched on this before. I want to talk about how concussions are an invisible injury. So, what do you think can can be that would what do you think education will do um on concussions you know to kind of prevent things like injuries like mine from happening and injuries like some of the people on your your website um from experiencing these like long term symptoms because they play through concussions do you think there'll ever be a day when you know people aren't gonna hide their symptoms of concussion
2: that's okay. tough to say because um I mean there's only been I mean there's on an average there's about what 2 million reported concussions a year in the in America something, something like, like that something yeah. like so and there's
0: like 3 million that go
2: unreported yeah, yeah. so which is impossible to quantify yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds I mean, good though Solid guess yeah <laughs> I know in in sports I mean like football I mean kind of has the culture of play through it like be a man whatever Right but, I mean, did you did get soccer that. have that too? Though? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> no. shake his head he doesn't think here. so, but... <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, you just gotta get it through the coach's head to know when to take their players off the field.
0: So yeah. maybe in like 20 years, when the kids who are playing now become coaches, they'll be more aware and kind of in tune with, that whole thing I guess yeah.
2: hopefully
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean I think people just put they want to put winning ahead of like health right. and that's stuff. just America though Yeah, <laughs> that's what we do yeah.
0: Um. alright so how can people support your
1: cause just go online buy a shirt they yeah. fit great alright well Look what's cool your too. website oh you can find us at uh, concussionclothingusa.com uh a lot of information. I like the, on the USA site uh, little thing at the end. That's good because America. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We're on the it's same page here.
0: Really, <laughs> yeah. like if you slap camo on something or American flag, it's like instant gold. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. We should like. Yeah, camo shirt. We should move down to like Alabama or something. Roll <laughs> <just won't> Tide. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, okay, so
0: just to close out, what three things uh, do you want everyone to know about? Traumatic brain injuries after this interview
2: Well first thing a concussion is a traumatic brain injury, you know, it's not just a concussion and uh, You know you, you got to take care of your brain No matter how small you think your injury is if you're not showing symptoms or not You got to get it checked out. Yeah, protect yourself
1: That's that's under one
2: Two, that was like one and two though.
1: I'll give you two.
0: Weird. Alex, you got three. Three. Oh man, mm-hmm. putting down on the spot.
1: Oh. Um, I think honestly, I just think like reporting it should just be a double, like report it as soon as possible. Cause like I mean, especially in, like your case, Like right. if, if you had kind of just reported it, I you probably would been still out. be
0: playing or not. Well, yeah, cause I'd be in the NFL, <laughs> that would, which. Definitely wouldn't happen, <laughs> but I could have played college football at least. Um, all right, so actually, just thought of something else that I wanted to ask you guys. Right. So right now, you're not necessarily like in the sports realm. Is that something that you want to get into in the future?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely think um, that's more of where our target audience will be. Okay. I mean, you got millions of. Uh, athletes all around all around america and there so, always will be athletes there always you know, will be yeah I mean, sports, hopefully yeah. yeah so all
0: right well i think maybe down the line we could establish some sort of i could add myself to a, a partner of you guys because i love what you guys are doing yeah Definitely. and if, maybe if, we could have like a some sort of heads and tails concussion clothing you know throw down <laughs> i don't know
1: yeah write down your story like if you have if you have time, write us the story, yeah. send it to us. We'll make you yeah, a, a nice awesome. profile. Could,
0: yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you guys coming to Morristown to do the interview. And mm-hmm. um, so I'll see you guys soon. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Thanks, for having, Thanks for having us. All right.
0: <laughs> Hope you guys enjoy that episode with Alex and Kiernan from Concussion Clothing uh, definitely go over and check out their website at concussionclothingusa.com. Buy a T-shirt, you know it's going to a good cause. Also, if you haven't followed us on Instagram or liked us on Facebook yet, please go over and do so. Uh, that's at Heads and Tails. So Heads is in your head, the letter N, and then Tails spelled T-A-L-E-S. And also go over to iTunes and give us a five-star review. So the more reviews we get, the better more five-star reviews we get. Uh, the further reach we could expand this this podcast, and i really appreciate that. Um, in the second part of this episode, I'm going to talk about a recent discussion I had with the Philly Friendship Circle, which is an organization that pairs teens with uh, children that have special needs and also their families. So what I kind of wanted to tell these kids was, the opportunity that they had to really make an impact in someone's life, and I did that by, you know, telling my story of my head injury and the the, the support system that I had in place when it came to, you know, the nurses, my physical therapist uh, Jr. who was on uh, one of the the earlier episodes, and also my athletic trainer who was on the first episode who saved my life and how she got me uh, uh, football signed by. Brett Favre, Greg Jennings, AJ Hawk, and Bubba Franks, with my name on it. After I had my infection, I was really feeling bad for myself, and that was something that really, you know, brought me back up again and kind of, you know, got me out of my little depression I had going there. And uh, my coaches, who were who would come in and talk to me when I was in the hospital every single day, and bring me donuts and all sorts of good stuff. It really meant a lot. And my also my friends who would come visit me when I was home and. They would go drive me all over the place to the movie theater and just keep me, you know, just treat me like they, they've always treated me, you know, and they always were looking out for me. So I told them that they could be that for, you know, these these kids who, who have special needs. And I talked about the importance of treating them just like you would your best friend. And I wanted to talk about, you know, some of the previous episodes, for example, Vanessa Cecchio. She had cancer when she was younger, and one of the things that her dad did was he actually um bicked his head when she was losing her hair and she shaved her head so they did it together and that was, you know, a support system that really helped her get through a tough time. And she talked about her friends that were always great and, you know, never really treated her any differently. And I talked about Leaney Quinn from last week and how, you know, her mom didn't ever make, didn't ever let her hide the fact that she was born with only one hand. She you know, she made her Made her feel like that that was special to her, and you know she had to figure things out on her own. And then I also talked about uh, Corey Weissman and how he when he had a stroke and he 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 was paralyzed on half of his body. He he really went through a lot, but he he had help from you know his all his physical therapists, his family, his friends. And you guys should definitely go back and if you haven't done so yet, check out those episodes and kind of learn how they've turned their lives into. Um, a life of service as well because we have Vanessa who's a personal trainer she sometimes you know you could she could work with someone who's at their lowest of their lows you know they're out of shape, they're overweight, they're not confident in themselves and then you know she could bring confidence back in them, get them healthier and more fit and live a more active lifestyle. And then you got Leanie who's the the nurse and she's helping people every single day at the hospital. And then we got Corey, who's now studying to be an athletic trainer. So all these people, you know, have gravitated towards careers that you know help other people and you know every single day. And that's what I was trying to get across to these kids is like you're given an opportunity to to make a huge difference in someone's life. And I also brought up the Working Wounded games that I just went to last week that was in Washington D.C. And I wanted to talk about how th- that event is, is for athletes who are veterans and they either, you know, lost limbs or they have PTSD or they have brain injuries. And because in most competitions, you know, they're secluded into their own little category that, you know, makes them feel disabled. But, you know, if you were at this event, everything, all the athletes were far from disabled. They do a hell of a lot more than, I would say, 99% of the population and it was really amazing to see just the amount of effort that these uh, athletes were putting in um, to these workouts I've like never seen anyone give as much as these people gave that weekend and it was really amazing to watch and it it was tough for me to watch too as sometimes especially with when I saw some of the brain injured athletes because I know how easily that could have been me and I, I see how much they struggle, and it really is an invisible injury because you look at them on the outside, you don't see anything wrong. But once, you know, they're, they're moving a little slow or they're having trouble talking, and it's really a sad thing. But, you know, when, you, when the crowd's roaring, you know, when they're trying to, you know, lift an atlas stone onto the platform or, you know, get one more rep in the workout and then everyone's, you know, getting after it, it's amazing, you know, what you, your body can do and what, you know, pushing, you, you can push yourself to the limits. Uh, it was really a really amazing event that I'm definitely going to go to every single year, and I recommend everyone else uh, at least witnessing it once in their life for sure. I also mentioned to the kids that I was a judge at the competition as well, and for anyone who knows CrossFit, about car- CrossFit competitions, is that there's always uh, standards for the movement, so you have to squat a certain depth or you have to extend your arms a certain length if you're going overhead or you get your chin over the bar. Or, and there's always a standard for each movement. And the judge's job is to make sure that the athlete is meeting those standards. And I was telling the kids that I I was no-repping the athletes at the Working Wounded Games left and right. Um, not for any reason other than they weren't meeting the standard of the competition. So I wasn't treating them any differently than I would any other non-adaptive athlete. And I also made some really good connections with the athletes that I'm going to have some of them on future episodes of the podcast uh, and I'm not going to name names now, but I met one individual from Team Red, White, and Blue whose mission is to enrich the lives of America's veterans by connecting them to their community through physical and social activity. And he, he's going to be on the podcast a little later also. Um, but he's he was talking about how he almost killed himself when he went back into civilian life. And really the only thing that got him back was by joining Team Red, White, and Blue um, as an ambassador and really promoting the cause. And I think that just goes to show you that the amount of value that people can get from living a life of service. He doesn't, he doesn't, he not get paid to do that job that he does for team red, white, and blue. He has a, you know, a, a normal nine to five job, uh, on the, on the side. But I think there's, there's definitely something to be said by, you know, doing something that you're, you're passionate about that, that helps others. So I think Gandhi was definitely onto something when he said that the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. And what I th- think the, the basis of this podcast is on is that you can't control what happens to you, but you can always control how you react. And by, you know, serving the community and serving people in need, that's one way that you could react.